Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Education at 
Oklahoma University. Also, Mr. McLaurin, I'm sorry, I don't remember his first name. You'll see in the pictures before you with the podcast, uh, some pictures of Ada Lewis Sipiel. Uh, she married, became Fisher, was her last name. And then Mr. McLaurin, who was a little bit old for a student at a university, and he was made to basically sit in the alcove. They allowed him to enroll, but he had to sit away from the speaker, the lecturer. And I have pictures of that as well on the slideshow, if you will. So it does not surprise me that our young citizens, and actually one of them is a Texan, would say a very unsavory rant that denoted not just hatred, but a sense of violence. I'm a very strong supporter of First Amendment rights. Even if it offends you, you can't stand it. That's why our boys in blue went over there and fought for your rights to be belligerent and ask whatever label you want to put there. You know, I do believe that the new form of abuse in this day and time with major market media and all the other parts of our world, our local world that we know today is being oversensitive. But I do not believe people are oversensitive when it came to this racist rant slash song regarding SAE, which is a fraternity at Oklahoma University. Now, what I'm about to play is very hateful. It's violent. And uh, the First Amendment does not protect you against the consequences of your words. And there are two conditions where it will impede your first your First Amendment rights of free speech. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But let's listen to what happened on that bus right outside of Norman, Oklahoma. All right, here we go. I'm so glad it's over. So that's 18 seconds that were heard around the world. It's a song uh, saying there will never be an end at SAC or SAE, which has traditionally been a Southern fraternity. And you had to know the names of the founders uh, who were in the on the Confederate Army side, I might add. And I think it originally started in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. If you also look at the slideshow that I put there, a number of the fraternities and sororities, and my friends are going to be upset at me, it's white only. If you look at the pledges, there's nothing but white. Oklahoma University has always been that way. When Ada Lewis Scipio was seeking enrollment at the university, the longest standing president was in charge at that time, and his name was Dr. Cross, George Cross, that is. And he was sent letters like, uh, Dear Dr. Burning Cross, or Dear Dr. Burning Cross, Dear Burning Cross, and 
was crazy. He was a botanist and author, and he was the seventh and longest-serving president of the University of Oklahoma. I hope I'm not patriot gregging. He was in charge from 1943 to 1968. That was a diverse part of our history in America. It saw desegregation, which he definitely did see. He had construction of numerous university buildings, and he helped lead the college through the 1960s protest period. I don't know too much about Dr. Cross, but I was in a play, and it was called The Halls of Ivory. And it was about Ada Lewis Scipiel and Dr. McLaurin. He later got his doctorate at the University of Oklahoma. And I learned a great deal about my fair state during that time. James, I'm trying to remember the writer. But if you look up Halls of Ivory, his first name's James, and then it'll come to me then. Because I just impromptu decided on this when I was watching CNN. There's supposed to be some type of gathering at Oklahoma University. The fraternity has been shut down on the Oklahoma University campus. The... Greek letters have been removed from the building, and it looks as if they're putting all the furniture in storage. It's been emotional for the people that have been members of this fraternity previously. I have no idea if they participated in rants like that. But Colin Flattery wrote a book recently, and it's called this, Don't Piss Off the Black Kids. Or don't make them angry, something like that. You know, they they are a social, I don't want to say gang, but maybe I'm cutting off my nose to spite my face. But I look at the young people, the African-American young people and idealist people, young people. And it seems like they feel like they're better than other people. Because their emotions, their history matters more than anybody else. Now, I have a bone to pick with that. But what happened on that bus, that was wrong on levels. And I want to for people who may think that it was okay. Now, I do want to mention that the current university president, uh, David Boren, who had run for governor and all this and that, He has proclaimed that he wants his time as president of the Oklahoma University to parallel that of Dr. Cross's. Now, that's dangerous. Yeah, I think he's going to try to set an example. I think privately he's going to make uh, possibilities for these students that have been thrown out of the university. Now, the University of Oklahoma has a code of conduct, and this definitely violated the code of conduct. Let me look at my studio. I don't see anybody wanting to talk. And that's okay. Let me check my chat. Oh, come on. Let me see here. All right. Well, it's late at night. I understand. Now, before in the history, I I mentioned Dr. McLaurin. And he had a lawsuit with Thurgood Marshall, I might add, former Supreme Court Justice against the Oklahoma State Regents, uh, 339 U.S. 637, this was in 1950, was a United States Supreme Court case that reversed a lower court decision 
upholding the efforts of the state-supported University of Oklahoma to adhere to the state law requiring African Americans to be provided graduate or professional education on a segregated basis, the separate but, but equal stance is what they were referring to. And the plaintiff was George McLaurin. He already had a master's degree in education and was denied admission to the University of Oklahoma to pursue a doctorate of education degree. He successfully sued in the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Oklahoma to gain admission to the institution. 87F SUPP 526-1948 U.S. District. Uh, basing his argument on the 14th Amendment, at that time, Oklahoma law prohibited schools from instructing blacks and whites together. Hence, the slideshow up there shows you what they physically did. The court found that the university's inaction and providing separate facilities in order to meet Oklahoma state law as requested by the plaintiff, uh, excuse me, I misread, in order to meet Oklahoma state law, allowing McLaurin to attend the institution was a violation of his constitutional rights. However, the court did not issue any juncture relief as requested by the plaintiff, but rather relied on the assumption that the law had, having been declared, the state will comply. Well, Oklahoma did not comply. The university admitted McLaurin, but provided him separate facilities, including a special table in the cafeteria, a designated desk in the library, and a desk just outside the classroom doorway, as referenced in the slideshow above with this podcast. McLaurin returned to the U.S. District Court and petitioned to require the University of Oklahoma to remove the separate facilities, allow him to interact with the other students fully. The court denied McLaurin's petition. And in the findings of the court, he appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, of course, Thurgood Marshall, the wonderful Thurgood Marshall, excellent at his craft, made his appearance. On June 5, 1950, the United States Supreme Court ruled that a public institution of higher learning could not provide different treatment to a student solely because of his or her race, as doing so deprived the student of his or her 14th Amendment rights of equal protection. Accordingly, the High Court reversed the decision of the U.S. District Court requiring the University of Oklahoma to remove the restrictions under which McLaurin was attending the institution. This case, together with Sweat v. Painter, which was decided the same day, marked the end of the separate but equal doctrine of Plessy versus Ferguson. Ferguson. Think about that. In graduate and professional education. Plessy versus Ferguson. And there's so many patterns everywhere. There's so many patterns. So, um, that Dr. Cross, he was something else. He was something else. I want to go to the First Amendment and talk about that a little bit. You know, I want to talk about what impedes your First Amendment rights and how the First Amendment does not protect you against the consequences of your actions. Let's go with that one first. Should we? Or should we go with the, you know, I'm going to get this other one out of the way. 
Let's see here. I'm scrolling down. I have a lot of clips right here. Need to erase some of them. Now there it is. First Amendment provocation. Let's talk about that for about a minute and 10 seconds, and then we'll move on to the next point. Thank you for listening. All right. What we're going to be talking about here is fighting words. Provocation to unlawful action is a fancy way to say fighting words. The first category of speech we talked about that was incitement, right, involved three people, me, you, and whoever got injured. Second type involved me injuring you through my threat, through my speech. The third is reversed. It is you injuring me because of my speech. Government can limit my speech if it is likely that you are going to punch my life out because of it. So these are three categories of speech, kind of on different themes, but all unprotected by the First Amendment. This again comes from Chaplinsky, um, and the court said that fighting words, uh, in the fighting words doctrine, there are words that by their very, very utterance inflict injury or tend to incite an immediate breach of the peace. Hello, my name is Ruth Carter, and I'm a licensed attorney in Arizona, and I'm also the owner of Carter Law Firm in Phoenix. And today I want to talk a little bit about the First Amendment and what it does and doesn't protect you from. So the purpose of the First Amendment is to protect your right to free speech. Um, And in a lot of circumstances, you can say almost whatever you want, and you're not going to get arrested for it as long as you're, you know, doing it in the proper time, place, and manner. However, the fact that the First Amendment keeps you from getting arrested doesn't mean that there won't be other consequences to uh, what you say. So if you are an at-will employee, you can be fired for any reason or no reason at all, as long as that reason is not in and of itself illegal. Um, So you can't be fired because of, you know, your gender, disability, religion, handicap, et cetera. Um, But, um, you know, if you have a blog where you go on and on about how much you hate dogs, and your boss loves dogs, they can fire you for that, uh, as long as you're an at-will employee. Um, it also doesn't protect you, you know, from the social consequences of what you want to say. Um, if the way you present yourself makes you look like a jerk, guess what? People aren't going to like you. Um, you may have trouble getting hired for a job or getting opportunities or getting people to want to work with you. Um, yeah, free speech lets you say it, but that doesn't mean that we all are going to support what you want to say. So, um, you know, another thing to think about is that you never know when something you say is going to take on a life of its own, especially if it's been documented somewhere. Um, and once you put something out there online, you can never fully take it back. You never know when it's going to be, you know, copied, pasted, retweeted, repinned, or whatever. Um, so just remember my rule of thumb is think before you post and assume that everything that you put online um, will be seen by four people, your best friend, your worst enemy, your boss, and your mother. If you don't want one of those four people to see what you're thinking about saying, uh, don't put it out there. So be careful out there, and I will catch up with you later. Take care.
I think there, what she said was very good advice, and I think every young person should adhere to that, you know, if it's something you wouldn't want your worst enemy to see, because they will put it out there. They will do more. Then maybe, just maybe, you shouldn't be putting it out there. I don't know. Just a hint. So, But we all make our mistakes. But this, this was, there's another clip I have that basically says the two reasons why the government will impede your right for speech is that uh, you're inciting a riot or that you're inciting violence to a group or or a minority group, basically. Uh, Racial violence is what it's alluding to based on some Supreme Court decision that had been made previously. Now, the SAE, the fraternity on Oklahoma University campus, had a um, house mother pull that up too. And what she's saying here, and it's inflammatory, I just want to warn you. If you get offended, you need to leave my podcast now. Just let me tell you. You need to leave my podcast if you get offended easily. Um, She was imitating a song that a lot of people use as a troll song. It's the N-word over and over and over, but in a rhythm. It's well known to be a you are now in the host and queue. And he's imitating it. And of course, it took a life of its own. Someone videoed it and put it on the internet. The conference is now in silent mode.
Hollywood. It's the Way Too Late Late Show with your host and the new late night president of all internet talk radio, Tom Morris. On tonight's show, it's Taco Tuesday. Also featuring Albert Dryhub and the live Chime Late Night Band.
yes, coast to coast and around the world. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Way Too Late Late Show, right here live on TalkShoe.com. Oh, yeah. It's Taco Tuesday tonight on the program. And, yes, we're so happy to be here. And we're so happy that all of you are joining us right here live tonight on the program. It's Taco Tuesday tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yes. And tonight's lovely Taco Tuesday elevator music brought to you in part by our wonderful new friends over at FreeConferencePro.com. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the chat room open for the entire length of this conversation tonight. And so are the phone lines. So give us a call. Area code 724-444-7444. Just enter in our all-new call ID number 136-858. Again, 136-858. And we'll be more than happy to pick up your calls here in just a few moments live tonight. Oh, what a day. What a day. And what a pretty shitty start to our program tonight. Bathtub girl. Who's really starting to irritate me with with some of this shit. Oh yeah, no, no, there's no more Stabby McHugs. Stabby McHugs have been fired. Fired! Yeah! And of course, I am your host, as always, each and every night here for the program. Yes, the one and only, yes, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, every man's worst nightmare, and oh yes, every woman's dream. The one and only, the late night president of all of talk radio, Todd Allen. Morris. Oh, yeah, I'm back up in this piece. I'm back in the driver's seat. And it feels good. It feels really good. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are live here tonight, exclusively right now, on TalkShoe.com. In just a matter of moments, we'll be joining my most terrible and irritating sister, Bathtub Girl, on her blog talk radio podcast. That's my podcast. She's a professional podcaster now. Are you kidding me? And I just love this wonderful elevator music. I love it. And I don't care if all of you don't like it. Tom Morris likes it. And that's all that matters. Woo! That's all that matters. I matter. Is this song about over yet? How many tacos and burritos and chiquitos do you need? Woo! Oh, yeah, they've got 
We've got the wonderful sounds of the flute there playing. Oh, yes. So, so relaxing. So, so refreshing. Everyone out there, just take a deep breath. Yes. Before we begin this show tonight, I want you to do inhale. Yes, go ahead. Inhale. Exhale. Come on, do it again. Do it again. Inhale. Exhale. Come on, come on. Yeah, there you go. One more time. One more time. Inhale. Exhale. Now let it all out. Now, I want you to repeat after me. Repeat after me right now. I want you to say these words. Three, two, one. One, two, three. What in the heck is bothering me? Come on, one more time. Three, two, one. One, two, three. What in the heck is bothering me? Don't you feel better? Don't you feel better? Yes. Am I back live on this goddamn show? Can you hear me? Testing, testing, one, two, three, testing, testing, one, two, three. Can you hear me? All right, I think we're doing okay. Yes, it is the Way Too Late Late Show. We are live here tonight on TalkShoe.com. And, yes, it is Taco Tuesday, the start of week number two of our big return here to talk to you, our big return to late night. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, and it has been epic. It has been epic. Yes. But I wanted to start off the program tonight by apologizing to one of my good friends and fellow co-hosts here of the Way Too Late Late Show, the King of Talk, as last night Todd Morris was just too tired for TV and yes, ladies and gentlemen, I, I fell asleep on my own damn show last night. Now, for those of you who know Todd Morse, have spoken to Todd Morse before, or had the unfortunate, uh, yeah, of, of hearing Todd Morse fall asleep on his own damn program, at least I didn't do it live. Yes, at least I didn't do it live. At least I was still conscious enough to lie and tell the kings of talk that I was going to be back in a few minutes when I know I was going to put that phone on mute, put it on speaker, and yes, the little light that was left in me was going to hear the final words of the kings of talk, and then I was going to sign off for the night, and that's exactly what happened, ladies and gentlemen. So yes, the last hour, uh, maybe longer, of our show last night, I, I want to believe was Absolutely no audio at all. 
Because Todd Morris was, yes, in La La Land. Yes, and, and I want to apologize for the things of talk. I was, I was just way too tired, way too tired. And, and I should have said that I was way too tired. But, you know, we were we were having a good time. We were having a good show. We were talking about narcissists. Yes, we were talking about old conniving mothers who just can't let their daughters live their lives. Yeah. It was great. It was great, ladies and gentlemen, and I have a feeling we're going to pick back up on that conversation right here live tonight. Yes. In other news, yes, I see that Goofy Bone, yes, the Goofy Bone decided tonight to grace all of us with a replay of Blog Talk Radio Mania. Yes, from what I heard, Goofy Bone replayed Block Talk Radio Mania, which is several years old. But yes, it for me it was it was a moment of greatness, ladies and gentlemen, because it displayed a time when Todd Morris was at his most powerful. Yes. He was the greatest. He could he could move mountains. The sound of his voice. Yes. Oh I miss those days. I do. And I think we need to go back to that time, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we need to go back to the time when Todd Morris was the authority. Yes, Todd Morris was the power that be. Yes, not powers. Todd Morris was the power. Singular. I was the man. What such a great time it was for Block Talk Radio way back then. And it can be great for Block Talk Radio yet again. It can be great for Talk Shoe yet again. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, the forces of Block Talk Radio and Talk Shoe will merge together, will join together, and as one unstoppable power. We will march over to Spreaker, and we will make Goofy Bone and 186.2 and that whole world full of shenanigans, con artists, and psychopaths. We can bring it all to its very means. That's right. I am protesting Spreaker. I am here to announce tonight that I am protesting Spreaker. I refuse to listen to any more Spreaker shows. I refuse to go into any more Spreaker chat. Hell, I'm tempted to de- to delete my entire Spreaker account. I'm so disgusted. Yes, I am protesting Spreaker. I will not step foot on that on that filthy, disgusting second-rate radio network ever again. Unless it's for desert. Unless it's for desert. Yes, unless it's for desert, that's the only exception that I'll make. But I am not going back to Spreaker. The hell with Spreaker. I don't care what's happening on Spreaker. I don't care who's on Spreaker. I care about talk you. I care about you. I care about blog talk radio. I care about bringing late night back to where it belongs. Are you with me? 
Are you with me? Are you going to stand with me? Are you going to help me bring Block Talk Radio back? Are you? Or are you going to be a coward? Are you going to be a coward? Or are you going to be like stabbing me thugs? Yeah. Are you going to be a crybaby? A, a sniveling little bitch? A coward? Are you going to pull a stabbing me thugs on me? Are you going to abandon the cause all because you felt sorry for the great plague of death? Stabbing me thugs? Shame on you. Shame on you. There will be no fool me once, fool me twice, Stabby McHugs. You have made it loud and clear, very apparent to me where you stand and where your allegiance lies. There will be no forgiveness to hell with Stabby McHugs. You understand me? To hell with Stabby McHugs and to hell with anyone else who defies my authority. I am Todd Morris. I am the fan, and it is about time that we sit shit straight around here. Things have gotten all out of patrol. Now we've got these elderly people who are running around here and thinking that they can start crews and make demands. I am the authority. Before there was an evil crew, there was Todd Forrest. Before there was a speaker community, as the police would say, there was a talk to community. I started this, and I am going to be the one to finish it. I am going to be the one to destroy it all. Not Goofy Bone with his, with his fake season of hate. Yeah, his fake season of hate. Where's the kings of talk when I need? Kings of talk, call it right now. Kings of Talk can tell you more about just how fake Goofy Bone and how fake his platform really is. So I don't come to you with docs. I don't know who Goofy Bone is, and I don't care. I don't care to know who Goofy Bone is. Call in Kings of Talk. Any of you out there, any of you, not just the kings of talk, any of you who are sick and tired of these idiots over at Springer.com and sick and tired of the madness and the nonsense, I am protesting Springer. You will not be hearing my voice on that platform ever. Ever. And no, it is not up for discussion. I don't need to explain anything to anybody. It is not up for discussion. To hell with Springer, to hell with Goofy Bone, to hell with all of you. All of you. Yeah. Kings of Talk, where are you, Kings of Open up the damn phone. Open up the phone line. We're not done. We're not. We're going to leave talk to. We're going over to Blog Talk Radio. Well, we'll take you guys with us. We're going to go over to Blog Talk Radio. We're going to go over to Bad Cup Girls Pathetic Podcast because that's exactly what her show is. Pathetic. Yes, unless I, Todd Morris, decide to call in and grace her measly little show with my presence. Bad Cup Girl. You get ready. 
We're getting ready to come up. Kate the Talk, are you there? Open up the dance phone lines. Open them up. The conference is now in talk mode. has not yet started. Please call back within 15 minutes of show. What? What? Thank you for using Blog Talk what? Radio. Goodbye. What? Her show? What? what? Are you kidding me? You went to your show, bathtub girl. Uh, you went to bed. Did you go to bed, bathtub girl? Where is she? You call it right now, bathtub girl. Don't you shut down your show. What are you people thinking? What are you doing? You're shutting down your shows. Is it bedtime? Is it pancake time? Is it free pancake and IHOP day? I know that there's someone out there who is listening to me. Where is everyone? Where are you? I am the late night president. I should not be here chipping out all by myself. Where is my tactic? Where are my members? What I need you, when you're supposed to be here, to stand by me. I have tried to watch war against Springer. And you are not even here. Where are you? Open
Hello? Hello? Is anybody here? Can anybody hear me? Tiggs? Bathtub girl? Anybody? There's no one here. Are you kidding me? I, this is it. This is war. This is war. Am I going to do this all by myself? Am I going to do this all by myself?
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.